Hello, and welcome to the Tailored Creative Show, where every show is created with you in mind. I'm Taylor, and I chat with people I love, whether that's a guest with me or directly with you, the listener. The music you hear is called East Nashville by Lance Allen, and you can find him on Spotify and Instagram. Today, I have my friend Colleen on the show, and I had so much fun talking to her. She's a delightful friend, dynamic entrepreneur, artist, and creator. You'll hear us tell the crazy story of how we met at Dollywood in Tennessee, and as she says, it's one of our favorite friendship origin stories. We talk all about her recent home renovation, the incredible human she is, and how her community has really rallied around her. Follow her on Instagram and Etsy at Lucy Luco, spelled L-U-C-Y-L-I-E-U-C-O, and see her handcrafted botanical jewelry. One of her bestsellers is mustard seed jewelry. Y'all, she's brilliant. You're going to love everything she makes. All right, intro over. Here's my chat with Colleen. First, talk about how we met. I'd like to hear your version of it. <laughs> okay, well, um, we met at Dollywood. Yes. We both went for the same reason, to go and meet Annie F. Downs. Uh, yep. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of her. Um, and there was an opportunity to go and meet her and just like hear her speak and um, also just have a fun time at Dollywood. And so uh, I was in line waiting to get in and in front of me was another girl who also looked like she was there by herself as I was. Uh, So we got to talking and um, then we went and attended the whole event together and then it it was Taylor. And so, (laughs) um, yeah. That was just a really funny like meetup of like, oh, two people like went to Dollywood alone and uh, ended up becoming friends. Yeah. And apparently it made an impression on Annie because when I met her again in um, February last year, she she has talked. She met me and she's like, oh, yeah, you're the one who traveled to Tennessee. And um, I was like, yeah. And you remember, she's like, yeah, I've told your story from stage because it struck her that so many people went by themselves. and. Again, her joke was, you know, walk up to a group and meet somebody if you see them with the same T-shirt on. And um, if, you know, if they're weird, they'll leave. But if it's true love, they'll come back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was it was really cool to meet you. And then so we did the meet and greet. So we met in the meet and greet, like sitting in the auditorium and met her. And then when we walked out, do you remember? Because I was actually just talking to Julie about this. Do you remember how we met up with the whole group? Yeah. So... <laughs> so funny too I so we were walking but you and I had said like oh should we get lunch or like what do we want to do and it was so busy in the park that like everywhere had a whole like a wait wait Mm -hmm. time and um so we were just weighing out our options of like you know we don't know what to do and I think from my memory we walked by the restaurant Mm -hmm. a little ways down and there was a group of people and they were, I don't, I think maybe we went and asked if there was a wait time and they may have overheard us. So then they invited us to eat with them. I think if my memory's right, this was a while okay. back. Um, yeah, Julie yeah, and I so, couldn't remember. Oh, <laughs> I think that's what happened. Cause then, yeah, I think they, we all had on the same like Annie F. Down <laughs> stuff. So we knew that we were all like Annie fans. Yeah. And they had invited us to eat with them. So then that's how that started with those friends and it's so funny because like I know both of us still keep up with all of them too and that just cracks me up but we all met as strangers 
I know. On a it, random Saturday. Oh, the fact that we still have group texts going is my favorite. <laughs> the so Julie was saying we should get a whole like a video chat going with all of us, which would be so fun. Oh, um, that would be fun. She had said she wouldn't have. She's not the kind of person to like, hey, like hang with us for the rest of the day. But she's so glad Michelle did. Um, Michelle was like the the go getter of the group. <laughs> um, yeah, which was just so cool. And she talked about how like they met Tyler and um. I'm drawing a blank to her name all of a sudden. Lisa. Uh-huh. Lisa, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, how we how they met them and then hung out with them for the rest of the day. And I had been, before I met you, I had been with two other people, then split off to go to the Matthew West concert and then oh, yeah. to, to Annie's meet and greet. So what a fun day. And then she told me how, I mean, we all went out to eat afterward, like after we left the park. And then oh, she yeah. told me how you guys all like got breakfast in the morning or something, or maybe, oh no, you and I had to leave. And so they all like went and got brunch. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So what a fun day. And I, I am so glad that that led me to meet you because I have thoroughly enjoyed following you on Instagram. <laughs> You're it's been so amazing. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell, I mean, you can talk about what you do. Okay. Well, um, do we want to do the business or talk about house? I mean, I want to do both, but start with business <laughs> because then I think house will take up most of our time. <laughs> okay, so uh I do I have a business. Uh it's yeah. it's in a weird spot right now because of the house, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah, I when we met, I was actually doing that full time. Um you were. Yeah, that was just so crazy. So I make botanical jewelry. I use epoxy resin um and I'll press flowers or petals and leaves and different things from nature and uh put them inside of the resin and so I then I design jewelry with it and I have an Etsy shop and there's an Instagram page um so that's a lot of fun and it's just opened up really cool opportunities with that um including in December night on December 19th of 2022 I bought a house mm-hmm. <laughs> and that has been probably the wildest adventure of my life thus far um, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's been amazing to see. And we'll talk about that. But I do want to say what like the fact that you work with resin, I am super impressed by anyone who does because I tried several times. And number one, it's super expensive. And number two, it is so like for me, it was so frustrating. And I could not get it because I was trying to do like beach waves and things. Uh-huh. You know how people do that? Could not, could not get the bubbles, could not, and I got all the tools for it. Like it was a new hobby. I <laughs> I gave up. And so the fact that you are so good at it is very impressive. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's definitely been a lot of trial and error. It's it is yeah. a very frustrating material to work with, but yeah. it's very fun. I mean, you can make all kinds of stuff with it. But yeah, yeah. it's it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and thank so, you. That's sweet. Yeah. And do you want to give your handle? I mean, I don't want to say it wrong. So do you want to give your handle for Anybody who wants yeah, it. Yeah, the Instagram is uh, at Lucy Luco and it's L U C Y L I E U, like the French word, and then co, like company. Yep. Um, Lucy Luco. I thought so. I and just it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's beautiful work. And for anybody needing gifts or anything, I mean, plug, 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 because it's beautiful. You do a great job <laughs> and it's well worth the price. Oh, so. thank you. That's so sweet. You're welcome. Um, so, this house that you bought <laughs> was the not, house that I bought <laughs> was not a pretty house. I mean, it was pretty, but it was like it it was a foreclosure, right? Um, no. So it's kind of a oh. crazy story on like where it came from. 
Um, and I know we'll talk about the Lord as well and like how he provides in really crazy ways. So uh, I, I'll just rewind a little bit to, we'll just stick with 2022 last year. Okay. I've been uh, dying to hear this story. So I hope you know this is fully <laughs> genuine. Oh, okay, good. I don't know if you, you haven't heard this yet. No, like uh, all oh, wow. I did was start seeing like the dumpster runs. And I was like, uh-huh. this is interesting. <laughs> and then you started doing construction and I was flabbergasted. So start from the beginning. Uh, okay. It is a crazy story. Like how this whole thing started. So um, basically my whole life, I have just dreamt of like having a house and you know, like having it to host people and just using it for the ministry and for just, just having fun with it, you know? And, um, so, you know, 2022, I'm renting at a place downtown and it kind of hit into a rough patch. And, uh, you know, I just was praying a lot of like, God, this is so hard to live here. Like, what do I do? Like the housing market has just been insane. Like I'm sure everyone realizes it's just wild. And so, for a single first time homeowner, it, it's so hard to buy a house <laughs> because yeah, you I know. can't, yeah, it's just crazy. And I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you don't have cash of a hundred grand to put down like everyone else is doing. So it, yeah. it's kind of next to impossible like to buy a house, but you know, I was praying, I was looking and uh, I really desired to get out of where I currently was at. And, uh, but it's just, really trying to trust the Lord and his timing and, you know, know that like where he had me was like, he knew where I was and he mm-hmm. not like he forgot me or like was trying to punish me or something, but like he knew where I was at and I just knew I needed to trust him. And so, uh, I had actually like looked at houses. I worked with a realtor for my church and, uh, we had looked at a few in my price range and they were, absolutely atrocious (laughs) they were so bad and they were even like at the top of my price range at those like really terrible conditions which is crazy and so uh yeah I kind of got really discouraged with that so I decided just to put that on hold um I had to end up getting a new car anyways because I had transmission issues and um I was like well I'm just gonna take a pause and not focus on that anymore because it kind of like consumed me like looking at houses. Um, and I said, well, you know, I'm going to focus on where I'm at. It'll be all right. So I just really got to a place of peace with that. Um, and then out of the blue in like late November, 2022, my realtor friend, he calls me out of the blue, totally random. And he says, Hey, I think I have a house. (laughs) And I just like you don't want to okay, get your hopes up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to get too excited, but I do trust uh. my realtor because he knows like he knows where I'm at, what I'm looking for. And he's been a realtor for like 30 years. So he's like really great. But um yeah. like and I, so I knew I was like, okay, well if he's if he's saying like here's an option, like I really need to consider this. So yeah. So let's go look. So I went and looked that afternoon with him at, at this house and um yeah <laughs> it was pretty rough but I mean was um, that more rough than any of the others you looked at was it the same I think it was about the same yeah honestly um but this one was kind of different and so here's why because yeah with this house um this sweet sweet man inherited 
the house, um, his mom was best friends with the owner of it. And so he inherited the house from this lady. Um, she passed away. So he's had it for like a year and he's had to go through like all the legal stuff with it. But um, he contacted my realtor who he was friends with. And he said, I just want to bless somebody with this house. Do you know anybody who like <laughs> is looking for a house, but you know, can't afford much. He said, all I want out of it is a hundred grand. That's it. And in this housing market, that's, that's just like wild because there's nothing for a hundred grand, even like a hundred grand would literally buy you a dumpster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, a dollhouse basically. Yeah. So, and did you remind me you, I mean, I know, I think you live in North Carolina, right? Oh no. Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, wow. I don't know why I just said North Carolina. <laughs> Getting on with you, I was like, you know, she lives in Knoxville. Wow. Um, yes, Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, you don't need to say your, you know, local street, but I just wanted to clarify. I mean, yeah. we are in in the U.S. in like the southeastern corner of the U.S. But um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, housing market has not improved much in the past two years. <clears throat> not at all. And I mean, no. Knoxville is kind of like a hot spot right now um, mm-hmm. for people moving and so um i think it's uniquely a little worse than some other areas yeah uh but i mean it's a great place and it's kind of what's been home for me and is home for me so uh yeah it's really great yeah so sorry i was lost in thought so (laughs) you're i just have so many questions so um so you got the house i mean clearly and um so uh, how did you decide who was going to renovate this thing? How did you decide you were going to do it? How did you know that you were up for the challenge? So I, I've always kind of fooled with similar stuff, like my whole life. I've from a young age, I like flip furniture and um, just, yeah, I've done like painting in the house and I've always been really like design type. Uh, but I just, I also just love working hard and like, I'm not afraid to get dirty or, no, you're you not. Know, sweat, <laughs> touch something gross. I don't know. Um, there's a lot. So I, I also like, I saw it as an opportunity because it's, it's so fun. And this is a big thing, right? This is very trendy right now with like our world <laughs> is sure. flipping, flipping stuff and taking yeah. something that's ugly and making it beautiful. And like, it's just so fun and so satisfying. And you just get support in so much of like your own style and your own, like who you are, like into it. Yeah. And it's unique. It's not cookie cutter and all that. And I just love that so much. So when I first saw the house, um, honestly, I did not, I did not know how much work (laughs) would be needed. initially. Yeah. Because I mean, when we walked in, it was just a lot of stuff in the house and it wasn't, it wasn't a hoarding type situation, but it, it there was just a lot of stuff, like a lot. I mean, and I was overwhelmed and I was looking at pictures. Yeah. And yeah. What, <laughs> what pictures can't convey, convey over is the smell. The smell. Yeah. I, <laughs> Which is unfortunate because that smell ugh, was so bad. I like, uh, I remember clearly like a pair of pictures like you've posted a couple before and after and i'm like my word Uh (laughs) uh-huh 
Oh so, yeah. Well, it was like yeah. frozen in time. Cause she had sadly like passed away. She had cancer and um, she had passed away in the house actually. Um, oh, no. And it kind of was just like frozen in time. There was even a biscuit in the oven <laughs> and it, it, it was like, that that very oh. much was intended to like be eaten later because it was like left in the cast iron just in the oven, but it was like green from old. Um, so the whole house really like it was just frozen in time. Like she had passed, and then it was just locked up. Um, thankfully, some people had come and like taken the stuff out of the fridge and freezer. So thank God that would have been <laughs> really bad. I'm trying to recover from the biscuit. That. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. So, I mean, did you tally your dumpster runs? I did. I think I need to like catch up a little bit, but yeah. I think I'm around 35 total. And and this is like the one today. <laughs> heaps of heaps of stuff. And you are apparently very strong because you were like winging things into the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. You became a dumpster yeah. regular. I am really good. Yeah. The dumpster is my favorite place. We have such a nice one here in Knoxville and like, it's just such a blessing to have because they're so great and it's so clean there and they just make it so easy to like get rid of stuff, which is awesome. So funny. I'm so we talked about how I'm sitting in my car. My car just turned itself off. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Um, so how did, um, yeah that's just incredible so how close are you to like downtown knoxville probably about 20 minutes now i lived pretty much downtown before i moved in here so now i'm more like in the country (laughs) there's legit chickens that like get into my yard and like there's goats and horses and all kinds of stuff around me that's awesome i so when i stayed came to tennessee knoxville was kind of my home base and i Uh stayed in some neighborhood right and then i was pretty close to town i remember getting pizza at the tomato head and it was so good like Uh uh-huh so good yes i will never forget that pizza Um, (laughs) so i had a great time in tennessee knoxville was a great little like i went to i did all the like the silly touristy stuff for the first day or two um and had a great time so oh yeah it's a great place i truly love it here yeah we um my one of my favorite parts of that little that big trip was um the first night i was there i decided to stay local for the first night like get my surroundings you know get my bearings well they had at iams nature center they had like an outdoor um like bluegrass concert yeah it was so fun i mean i went by myself knew nobody and i'm just like watching all these southerners get their drinks and sit down in their bare feet and have like a it was so fun (laughs) Um, that is so funny yeah we have all kinds of stuff like that here Uh, and the people were just incredible so I had met them like some of the people that day at IAMS as I hiked and then they were like yeah come come tonight we're having this big bluegrass thing and so I did and it was so much fun (laughs) so that's awesome um, yeah IAMS is great yeah so for the house did you um are you how much do you have left to do so I'm, I'm kind of in the final stretch of the inside, which is like mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, I just recently got the laundry room drywalled and that was the last room that needed like demolition. So now it's uh, just some more rebuilding and painting. <clears throat> and then, yeah, just 
it's very close. <laughs> like I can yeah. see the finish line of the inside. And that just feels really crazy that I'm at that point, considering all that's been done the last five months. Considering every, I've seen a bug, I grimace and you're just like, yeah, we're just getting rid of all the hornets and the ants and the <laughs> roaches and rats. and oh. Yeah. So much. Well, after, after you see them so much, I think you just get desensitized and you're like, oh, oh, whatever. Fair. it's another spider. Like, yeah, oh, man, <laughs> I stayed in a, an Airbnb that had like, one fall that had like the jumping sprickets, the spider crickets. I mean, they have several names. What? Yeah. Spider cricket. Thank you. I had never seen one. And apparently we have them here, like in my area too, but it was in Virginia and they look, so if you look it up, it looks like a cricket, but with spider legs and, and, and they jump like two to three feet in the air. Like they pop, they sound like popcorn every time they jump. What? And I've never heard of that. Yeah. And, and so like, I would get up in the middle of the night to, I don't know, use the bathroom and I would have to get my flashlight out because sure enough, one would be hiding in the corner (gasps) and yeah. And you would like, it would jump at the light and you would hear it. So I didn't want to step on them. I probably killed like nine to 10 of them in three or four days. They they were just everywhere. And I mean, they were coming in because it was cold outside, but they... Uh I got almost desensitized to it. Thankfully, they die on impact. So they had a fly swatter in the um, in the room. So you hit it and it dies. It just squishes and then you can clean it up. But I was so grossed out. But by the time I was done, I was like, well, guess I'm uh, okay with some spiders now. <laughs> they were terrifying. Well, yeah, I don't really like that idea. Jumping cricket spiders. Nope. I don't like spiders in general. They all freak me out. I can kill like the millipedes in a matter of seconds. I don't care. Like. Oh. We get those, those all the time. But yeah. The centipedes are a lot bigger. I don't like those. But, like, I can kill a lot of bugs. Spiders are not on that list. <laughs> but I'm sure you've had plenty of experience with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And, you know, like, I'm still single and, you know. So yeah. There's a lot of that of, like, well, no one else is going to do it. So, okay, I guess I got to, like. I know. Tighten my bootstraps and. <laughs> well, here's how here's done. how inspiring you have been to me because I think of you every time I need to do something like that. <laughs> so I told my dad the other day because he was power washing, and I was like, "Dad, I want to learn how to do how to power wash." Because I was like, "If I ever need to know, I'd rather learn from my own dad versus a YouTube video or something." Uh-huh. And um, but I thought of you because I was like, "That's totally something she would do." Oh, yeah. Which you have been. <laughs> yeah, I have power washed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and do an excellent job. Your front door looks fantastic. <gasps> Thank you. I love the door. I'm very beautiful. <laughs> and speaking of, your your dinner table is beautiful. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited about that, too. It's, I wanna, it's just, yeah. Uh, it's the most rewarding whenever uh, something that was so gross and so inconvenient yeah. is now functional and beautiful. Also, I love that neighbor of yours. Every like, he's an old man, and so like, I think of my grandfather. He, he's just like the sweet little old man. It doesn't <laughs> seem like he's creepy, so that's good news. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's creepy. I, I wasn't sure at first. I feel yeah. like you just assume everyone's creepy until you find out if they're not. But <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, problem. I've had so to start sweet. being like that. Yeah, start, it's hard. Yeah. 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 He's 86 years old. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. And he's been so sweet and so helpful. And he'll come and like take the branches from the trees I cut down and like go burn mm-hmm. them in his yard. And that's so nice. Man, 86. My grandfather's 89. And so, like, some of the things you've posted that he said, I'm 
Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like go, what was it? Like go, we'll have pie together or something on the dinner uh, chairs. Yeah. Once you clean them. Uh-huh, like, yeah. yeah. He just wants companionship. Yeah. He does. He's very sweet. So sweet. So I have, uh, I just can't wait to see the house when it's fully done. You have been such you're you are the insta story i do not miss (laughs) (laughs) that's what so many people have said that cracks me up because i just i'm just like living life (laughs) yeah you just people are like like, i can't wait to watch yeah i try not to respond to everything because i'm like i'm gonna overwhelm her but i'm enjoying (laughs) it so much (laughs) that's great i'm really like social media has been so fun to like post the journey because i feel like i feel like i'm doing it with everyone else and I've got friends in Louisiana where I'm from and, you know, I've got you and like our Dollywood friends and I've just, I've got people all over who aren't able to like be in Knoxville, but like, I feel like I'm getting to do it all with them because we're all following the journey together and they'll message me and it's just been so fun to like, like include everyone else in it. Yeah. I've, I post some videos like about the podcast and different things, but I feel so weird when I talk to the camera and um, I'm like, who is actually watching this? Like who <laughs> in their right mind is watching me talk to a stupid camera? Um, But I mean, I guess people do. It's yeah. That's, I can't get to that level. I'm not like, that's not my favorite thing to do is like talk no. to the camera. So you really just see a lot of time lapses of me working because it's like fast and you don't have to really worry about it. But yeah, I don't know how people could do that. I can't do that yet. I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, you do a great job. So do you, um, I I had another question for you. I don't know what it was, but what do you know? You talked a little bit about it, but what do you know about God through the whole house process? Um, man, I think about that often. Like where, (laughs) like what am I learning because I to Mm. say it's been a whirlwind is like an understatement it's just I don't even I don't know it's probably the hardest thing I've done ever and like I've done hard stuff before but this has been just different in the way of like it kind of impacts like your whole life yeah Uh, like from the start of it um because like eventually you have to like move in and then you're just like living in stuff that's not done yet and dirty stuff and like (laughs) demolition stuff. And there's like it, you can't clean it and you can't organize it. And so that part's really hard. Sometimes it's like for a while I didn't have like a place of peace or rest because it was just so chaotic, like everywhere. Um, So that part was really tough. Um, And I, I just always had to go back to like, okay, like the Lord is my rest. Like he is my refuge <laughs> that I can go to like for, you know, rest and refuel. So, um, and it doesn't matter what your space looks like. You can go to him like no matter what. And so I've had to learn how to grow in that area for sure. Um, and it's definitely gotten a lot better with like the space. The space is a lot cuter now that it's not in demolition yeah. mode anymore. Um, yeah. Back to like the beginning of it. Like whenever I committed to buying the house and I knew it needed a lot of work, I, again, like that whole process, like I did have a lot of peace and there was a lot of excitement of like, all right, I'm so excited. Like I'm going to do this, but I knew very well, like there was a lot I didn't know how to do. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And I'm very like willing to learn and, you know, watch a million YouTube videos and ask questions and stuff. But um, it it kind of all had to be like, there was a lot of stuff that had to be done in a short amount of time um, because I had to live here and I couldn't like pay rent in two places. So I had to, I had to move in. Um, so for like two months, it was just like hustle of like, get the house livable. And I mean, my church family like truly showed up in just an incredible way. And people, people that I like, I didn't even like talk to that much before then they were like showing up and just offering their skills and being like, well, I can do electrical or I can do plumbing and I like people just helping with different stuff or like offering a truck to take a load to the dump or like just so much. And I mean, I could not have done half of it without like all that. I couldn't have done it without those people um, that just showed up and helped for my church. And so that truly is a huge blessing. And all that to say, I've, I for sure seen the Lord in all of this with the way he's provided, not only with the house, which is just massive because they just the whole way I, I got to own the house is just, absolutely the Lord like providing it and opening a door and it was like so specific to me (laughs) so it was just crazy um but even beyond that it was like God was like here's a house that I'm going to provide for you but then I'm also going to provide like the help to get it going and that's like something I did not see coming at all um but it's just it's been a huge blessing and it's definitely like helped me a lot spiritually to like grow in allowing people to help. Cause I do struggle with that too sometimes and, you know, feeling like a burden and not wanting to ask for help <laughs> or anything, yeah. but uh, it's definitely helped challenge me and push me out of that to allow people to help. And sometimes I have to ask people to help. So that's a really good thing to, to do. It's, it's awesome. And you've posted some about your church group and I, I messaged you about it. it. I was so impressed by so often churches don't have a good, like young adults group part there, especially their singles. Well, and Julie and I actually talked about that, but um, it's just a hard age group to be in. And um, the fact that your, your group is so good at that. I mean, do you go to a large church? Well, the church is like, on a Sunday morning, it's around 600, 700 on okay. average. So about the size um, of mine. Yeah. So not yeah. massive, but not small. Um, yeah. And they just, I mean, you're right. Like I've been to a lot of churches too. And I've, yeah, I've hopped around. I've seen some stuff and I tell them all the time, like I've, I've not often seen community like them and Mm-mm. just, it's not just with my house. I mean, I see them do it all the time. It's like anytime there's a need they just jump on it and there's just an excitement to like help somebody, whether that's like financially or if they need meals because they had surgery or if they need like to borrow something or I don't know, like just whatever it is. And, you know, truly that's like, that's the idea from scripture for community is like, we're supposed to do life together. We're supposed to serve each other and offer our gifts to each other. So if like, if you've got a skill of 
painting or, you know, I don't know. I always mm-hmm. joke. I'm like, well, now I know how to lay floors. So I'm just waiting for someone to need help with that because I'm like, that's a unique thing that I can serve with now. And so, um, I just love that. And I, it's, it's not like our church is unique, but, um, no way it is, know, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. And, and it's great. And I know there's other churches out there like that. And, sure. um, it's just really cool to like experience what the Lord meant by like loving each other and um, like a church family. It really feels like a family. Yeah, it seems like it. And that's, that's the best part. I met um, one group. I mean, I've, I've only met a couple groups like that. And one of the groups was in North Carolina and um, I was there for a month. And within the space of three weeks, these, this group had me with them five or six times and we're still mm-hmm. friends. Like we oh. still text, we still like, I haven't even been back down there and yet we still, laugh it they had me laughing so hard one night i couldn't breathe like and they were basically strangers like i had met them two weeks before and so the fact that and they are that kind of group they will jump in at each other everybody was at everybody's birthday party like they had me come to the girl's birthday party i'm like you don't even know me um and yet you want me there so yeah it was just that level of community and that's what god calls us to like Mm -hmm. that's why are we hiring out when we could have a friend do something or, you know what I mean? So right. you, yeah. you found a really great group for that. Yeah. It's awesome. And even beyond that, I mean, like how we met at Dollywood, like totally. our, all of our group that we hung out with that day, like our, our whole common denominator is that we love the Lord Jesus. And yeah, I it's love just, it. I love that like something like that can bring you together of like, okay, well we've got some from Florida, some from Virginia, like, we're kind of all over the place, but like, yeah, you know, be- but because we all have like the same savior, like that just automatically makes us family and brings us together. And I- it's just so such cool. a fun thought of like, well, like in that, in that instance, like we have family all over the world and yeah, you know, it should be like, we can just go up to someone and if they are, you know, like of the same faith, like, I mean, that's your family. That's your sister, brother, you know. That's a good way to put it. We, I mean, we all had the common common denominator of Annie that day at Dollywood. But really, the real common denominator was we're all people of faith. And I think I think about that often of like how those kind of people, so the authors and the podcasters, they, the ones that garner that kind of audience, they like they somehow garner the, the people that really like go after God in a unique way. And then when those people meet each other, it's like fireworks. You're like, yeah. Oh yes. You're the friends I've been waiting for. Um, not that we don't have them, you know, in our lives. It's just, it's just a different dynamic and how cool that we all get to spend eternity together. Yeah. That part is so cool. <laughs> oh, so cool. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm, uh, we can, I can call you a friend. I'm so glad that you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad we're friends too. I haven't seen you since Dollywood, but hopefully I'll get back down to Tennessee someday. Man, I miss Tennessee. I know. Yeah, that would be fun. You can come see the new house. Oh, <laughs> yes, please. Well, I will uh, respect your time. It is late and uh, let you go. But thank you for doing this. And I hope I hope you're very close to being done the house. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for asking. It's so fun to talk to you and just catch up a little bit. <laughs>